0: Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to Series 4 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this series... It's Tim having a rant, that is me. So if you enjoy me having a bit of a rant and going on about what's going on in today's society, stay tuned. If you don't want to listen to me rant, well, you can always turn me off. Welcome to the Tip Hill Podcast. And this time... Um, It's just been announced, or over the weekend, that Savage Javid, the health secretary, is now going to enforce mandating masks in shops and on public transport. He's not going to do it for pubs, restaurants, theatres, cinemas, or anywhere else. Um, It's just in shops and on public transport. Now, forgive me for being a little bit cynical, but does this smell of something? They've got this new virus, or there's this new um, variant of the the coronavirus. It's a funny old name. Uh, Coming in from South Africa. Now they've identified nine cases in the UK so far, that is. Um the South Africans are saying that they, they've seen no real significant changes in the amount of people that are being hospitalised with this new variant. Um it's not it's not um showing up any adverse stuff at the moment. And and everybody over here he saying, well, we just don't know yet. We just don't know. Uh, so we're just going to be careful. Um, they're, they're going to make mandatory everybody that goes into a shop or going on public transport wear a mask. Now, there's lots and lots of evidence out there that is showing that masks don't actually do an awful lot. And we, I covered this the other day, but why are they hell-bent? on people wearing masks but not in pubs and restaurants, theatres uh, and, and cinemas and, and, and outdoor events and indoor events just in shops and on, on public transport. Um, it's a good question to ponder. So this new variant, they're were, they, they were early on the side of caution. So the, the, the health secretary and a few others, the the valances and witties, are, g- are going to be having another press conference at three o'clock this afternoon uh, and we'll see what happens we're at. But I suspect that um, they're going to impose a few more um, stringent um, regulations on us all just to help out, just to be safe, just so we can have Christmas. I've got a funny idea we ain't gonna have a Christmas. I've got a funny idea they're probably gonna be going with something. Oh, well, sorry people, but you haven't complied fully and we're gonna have to, you're gonna have to self isolate over Christmas and the new year again just to, just to stop the, the NHS being overwhelmed because of this new variant that's. Probably not as bad as the Delta. But it just gives them that little piece of power that they've been so used to for the last almost two years now. It's coming up for nearly two years that we've been in this this chaos. This ridiculous attitude towards a virus now there's lots of theories out there on how this, vi- this um, virus started in the first place whether it started in a, uh, in a wet market in, in China or is it something a bit more sinister was it um, cultivated in a lab and something went wrong It's it's a good way of testing biological warfare. Mm. Biological warfare is probably one of the most difficult to control once it gets going. It's the one that does the least amount of damage to infrastructure but does the maximum amount of damage to everything else. I'm not. Um, I'm not one of these scaremongers. I'm just asking some questions that other people should be asking. The mainstream media aren't overly quick to um, to denounce it, and the absolute farce of the mainstream media and the stupid questions that they ask over the variant and or over anything, basically. I mean they're just daft some of the stupid questions that they ask. And you just know that these guys are on the side of wanting to to control the population and and keep everybody under the thumb. I'm, uh, I've read Laura Dobsworth's book A State of Fear and and, and the 10, 10 years or so I spent in psychological operations you could see it's written all over it that it is a way of controlling the population using fear. I put a post up on Faceache or Facebook and I got slaughtered. I've had enough. I'm not going to wear a mask. That's all I put. And um, the amount of people that come back and give me a hard time over the fact that I'm not prepared to wear a mask if I go into a shop for going to public transport. I'll, I'll state the fact now. Although I've been double jabbed, I've had the booster, and I've also had my flu jab. I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination. But at the same time, I'm not prepared to, to show people my health. It's my concern whether I'm jabbed or not. I don't want to be dictated to as to what I can do or who I can show my medical records to. It's got nothing to do with them. It's my concern. And it's my my concern if I want to wear a muzzle or not. Personally, I don't like wearing a muzzle. It affects my mental health. I struggle enough with my mental health as it is without making it worse by wearing a muzzle. So I'm not going to wear one. That's the end of the story. And I don't care who gives me a hard time about it. It's my choice. And that's the problem with this government. They're not giving us, they're not trusting us to do the right thing by ourselves. They're dictating it to us. And, and they've got these groups that are out there advising the government as to how to handle this situation and how to instill fear into the population, how to control the, uh, the population. Originally, um back eighteen months or so ago, the uh, the likes of Whitty and Valance were saying there's no way no need to wear a mask. It, it, they don't do anything uh, for the for the general population. Then all of a sudden, um oh, masks are a really good thing. How many of their mates got contracts to um to produce masks? How many? Hmm. And these flow tests. I've never I've never taken a flow test yet. And unfortunately, apparently I've got to take one because I'm going to the motorbike show up in Birmingham next week. So I've got to take one of these, these lateral flow tests. So I popped into the local chemist and I asked her... Uh, how do I get one of these taxpayer-funded um, lateral protests tests? So they, they they gave me one of these packs. And I looked at this pack and, and it's made in China. Mm. And a company in Germany it is the parent company. Somebody is making a huge amount of money out of these testing kits, out of these Muzzles, you have a look at a pack of ma- a pack of these um, these throwaway disposable um, masks. and look where they're made. Look at a company that, that has asked for them to be made. and then have a look where it traces back to. How much do you pay for a pack of masks? Somebody's making an awful lot of money out of this pandemic. Which isn't a pandemic? Look at the likes of Sweden. Sweden left most decisions up to its population on what they did. They didn't lock down and they didn't enforce muzzle wearing. They encouraged people, once the jabs became available, to go and get the jabs. And they've had a huge amount of success. Look at other countries. Take Gibraltar. 100% almost. 100% of people jabbed up. And now they're seeing cases of of COVID. So mm, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? They said that we need to learn to live with this virus. As soon as something slightly different comes along, a slightly different variant, a knee-jerk reaction. locked everything down. People got to wear muzzles everywhere. Mm, But only after places. If they were serious about it, they would have us locked down again. And you can see Christmas looming up fairly rapidly. Do you think we're going to get away with it at Christmas? Anyway, enough of that. Just have a look at the science yourselves on mask wearing. Look at the science with the jab. The jab protects the individual. Doesn't stop you getting it, doesn't stop you giving it. So why are they taking people that haven't had it and sacking them. They've got enough of a crisis in the care industry as it is without sacking so many people. And from the 1st of March next year, anybody in the NHS that hasn't been double-jabbed or uh, that hasn't had a vaccine, they're going to sack them as well. Compounding the problem. When the science shows you that... Whether you're jabbed or not, you can catch it and you can pass it on. I'll leave that one out there for you to have a think about. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.